0: Greg Barwick, you are a speaker, a journey guide, a coach, supporting people to reach their highest uh, potentiality. He runs a multiple. He runs multiple transformational workshops, including the New Earth Codes Quest, which I've just been on, which was amazing um and also uh sacred brothers and other such leadership programs so yeah it's, it's so great to have you on to this um to this podcast live stream and um, so yeah Well, the first kind of question is um was there like was there kind of events and stuff that a series of events that happens that kind of got you on this kind of spiritual and personal development path mm. and you know kinda got got you doing what you're doing at the moment. Yeah. Was there kind of things that kinda of happened? Yeah,
1: absolutely, brother. Yeah, so from a very young age, I suppose I've always been on a bit of a path. I grew up in a really big connection to something bigger than myself. Um I at a very young age got ordained as a minister. The age of seventeen, so I was actually a serving minister for about nine years there, which not a lot of people know. I haven't really spoken too much. Um, I'm really sort of allowing my my past and my journey to come through as as uh, as it needs to, and seeing the, the sacredness of my journey. So um, yeah, I, after a fair bit of time in in um, in that sort of lifestyle and. And growing up, I, I found myself at the age of about 25 having a really big breakdown. Um, there was a lot of obviously pressures and the face that I was wanting to put on at being like a spiritual teacher in some way. Um, and then also, I was just a, you know, way from 17 through to 25, I was just a normal guy that was um, out with friends and working on cars and, and dating women and all, all the things that you get up to as a young, a young, um, yeah, excited balloon. So, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of lot of pressure and a bit of work pressure as well. That took me um, to really really dark places around the ages of 25, where I found myself. I was actually over the other side of the world doing a Europe trip at the time, and mm, my life. But yeah, I just had these full on intrusive thoughts in my head consistently um, that I just could not get rid of been doing obviously all the personal development leading up to that point all the positive psychology i was reading all the books Mm -hmm. and i was going about trying to fight these thoughts to uh yeah to get some positive stuff back in my head (laughs) to to get some positive positive thinking going again but the more the more i fought my thoughts the deeper i went into into this inner turmoil so that that was really i suppose the pinnacle moment of the launch for me um because at that stage i was pretty much happy to leave everything from the past to live in the present moment and to move forward into what i want to create next um which was a big sort of leaving behind of old story of old old um, frameworks of old beliefs of what i to be anything but what i was experiencing in in the uh, sort of six to 12 months there so um it was a real powerful opportunity for me to have a, a blank slate again and to start building from there yeah so that's that's sort of the with big and it's just been a growth journey since then over the last
0: seven years i suppose since since then yeah that's powerful and did you when you're having these kind of thoughts in your head were you Were you practising meditation at the time or were you just kind of getting into meditation? Or um, how did you kind of... You said you you started to fight them, but how did you kind of learn to sort of control them? Yeah, yeah. So while I was over
1: in Switzerland, over in Europe at the time, I didn't know anything about meditation. I hadn't come across it before. Um, So... I, I simply was just trying to focus on like my exercise and keeping myself moving and keeping myself in conversation, but um, that that wasn't serving me at that time. Where I ran into meditation is when I came back to Australia. We left uh, we left the, the trip halfway through because I just wanted to make sure I was health and um, it was yeah, it was wasn't yeah. looking so good at the time. So came back and started working with just and that's the first time that I got introduced to meditation. Um And from from there, meditation to begin with was a little bit tricky because you know it's the first time I'd done it, and I was practicing practicing it under situations which were quite extreme. So uh, yeah. meditation is a really powerful, beautiful tool to be able to cultivate, so that um, you know when we are having those harder times, that we're already on board with it. <laughs> but I was sort of starting um, starting at quite a, a disempowered state and uh, working from there. But I I mm practice a lot of meditation every day and also um, listening to a lot of audiobooks, one specifically, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, mm, which yeah. um, he very much talks about dying to the past and being reborn every second, you know, letting go of the past and being able to be present in the moment, connecting into the body and that the body is the doorway to the present moment, to reality. So that gave me so much mm. empowerment between those two tools, the teachings and the realization of mm. the, the present moment's all that ever exists. Um, and then to really cultivate my awareness there and the meditation to help me with that as well. They were my first two building blocks of really coming into, um, yeah, a, a fullness into this growth that I was starting to move myself back along my, my journey. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So you really, you've really learned to meditate. Kind of what you've read in in the books, and you're really you're really putting it into action in everyday life, and it's um yeah, well, it's, it's it's part of your lifestyle now, isn't it? Congrats on the uh, the transformation. That's really a powerful journey. Um, and you also mm. mentioned that you're a minister as well for nine years. That's I, that's super cool. Um, mm. and did you? Like, part of me always, like, when when I was young and stuff, part of me always knew that, like, there was something more. I could always, like, feel it and just be, like, it was just a bit weird. Um, but no one ever really kind of talked about, you know, what it was. So, mm. I guess, was that the kind of, the, was that the same for you in, in your experience? Did you always kind of know that there's something, something more, um from your kind of Christianity background, even when you're like a minister and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I, I very much, I'm blessed with um, having <laughs> really ruthless alignment. What I mean by that is when I'm not living in alignment, I really feel it. So anything other yeah. than me going for what is true to, my, to the depth of my heart, um, and you know whether you want to call it my essence what that's calling me to do unless I'm living by that I really feel it in my emotional state so um, yeah. from from the beginning I knew from that that I wasn't meant to be uh, you know in the different professions and the different things that I was filling up my, my time with outside of um, because I started off as a computer intern doing metal work when I was younger and then went through to being a welding inspector and technician mm. jobs and all these sort of things and um, i I knew that I wanted to work with people and serving and supporting people um, yeah and they very much from a young age knew that there was something
0: something different in some way um, mm. but was always very always
1: very modest about it because that's the the religious thing about not yeah. taking any praise on oneself but outsourcing outsourcing that to
0: something external so yeah. <laughs> did you did you have the um, the ministers like outfit as well, like with the, the collar and all that stuff, and you're actually being a minister, you're in front of people. And... Uh, so,
1: yeah, so slightly different dress attire. So um, we we wore suits, uh, black and white, um, just different different denominations, different ups, different um, <laughs> different um, yeah suits. So yeah, yeah uh, it kept me. Kept me pretty stiff for a while and um, in in that sort of, it's almost like, uh, I suppose this is a really big part of my journey was that there was this face of what I I was on Sunday and then what I was during the rest of the week. So a bit of a splitting of consciousness and a splitting of um, psyche. So yeah, Yeah. really powerful to realise now at the time, really, really, I was just doing my best Mm -hmm. to do all the things that I thought,
0: so yeah. Yeah, it's quite a like a, it's quite a contrast, isn't it? Being like a really you know because being a a welder and metal works, well I guess it's quite you know manly, strong and and then it's quite a contrast being the whole sort of minister thing. So that's I find that really, really interesting. Really interesting. And um, and yeah, you are at the moment you're doing um, you're doing lots of workshops trying. To, or well, I just and the journey there and that was for me that was completely just you know just getting back in contact with my truth and my essence that, that's what it really gave to me um, and yeah it was such a such a powerful journey just not just for me but for I think everyone there as well um, yeah it must be so must be so kind of fulfilling for you you know um, you know, leading people through these kind of these transformational sort of workshops, all that stuff, and just seeing them grow and seeing them do the thing—is that? And you, you know, you, you first, you had a thought in your head as well. This is, I want to, I want this is something I want to create. I want to go on a, a personal development journey where people are, you know, under discovering their truth, and you know, you created it not not too long ago and you, you know now you've seen changes in everybody it must just um it must just totally light you up inside and yeah i think is that um yeah it just must this must excite you so much so is that would you would you yeah, is that like your your kind of team. purpose and your like your what drives you, your kind of life force that kind of thing Uh, absolutely brother yeah
1: connecting with humans on a deep level something Mm. like other other humans on a deep level has always been something i've been passionate about and being able to do that with them and to be able to see them in their greatness Mm. even when they see it yeah and hold that long enough until they are able to start um you know putting a few pinpricks in the in the black piece of paper and start seeing their own light through that that's super exciting and exhilarating for me and um and at the same time as, me, as well, brother, it's this, it's a journey for me. Mm. You know, with, with me, with me stepping into that and being in service, it's also my biggest blessing. Yeah, of, you know, my sharing my gift is not only a big blessing for the world, but also a massive blessing for me. And without it, um, I also would, you know, I need it as well. So it's not—it's <laughs> almost like a non-negotiable. Yeah, um, it, it, is, it, is it is my growth. It is my my journey. It is my my passion, it's sort of all, all the things in one, like all my values point towards mm. um,
0: where I'm dancing dancing and serving other people. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome just to wake up and be on purpose and just just do the thing. Um, I know where I'm from in Scotland, it's like, I don't know, it's just, um, people that live this way, they don't live on purpose. They just kind of, you know, wake up and, you know, have breakfast, have a shower, Go to work, come back, and they're not really, not really kind of present. Present, you, you, you were saying before, but, you know you're listening to Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. The, the only thing we have is is this now moment, and everyone just kind of seems a bit like they're sleepwalking, a wee bit, um, and perhaps it's a good sleepwalk. <laughs> you know, I was um, I was good sleepwalking for maybe twenty five years or whatever. You know, it's fun and stuff. Um where am I gonna go with this? Um so yeah, yeah is it is it kind of same with you and like in Australia then you and you're kind of where you grew up knowing it's like is is that we what is that your perception as well Because living because you 'cause you're you're Australia, you're self Australia, aren't you? Yeah, correct man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, th- I think everyone's just doing the best with the knowledge and awareness they have. Um, and by default, I suppose the, word, the world, the way it's set up is very much working from a fear-based um, mentality or a fear-based operating system We're moving away from the things that we're afraid of, which are broadcast to us through various means and handed down through generations. Um, so with, with that with, with the, the fear base it, it unfortunately leads to external you know taking directions from external coordinates mm-hmm. as to what's what's safe moving forward rather than starting to work more from love and abundance realizing that there's nothing to lose or gain and then from there it just opens up to a, a plethora of like what do i actually want for myself mm-hmm. and and start that conversation to starts being cultivated within us so yeah. um, def- definitely see that rather and you know to be honest as well it's something that I work with within myself as well go through different stages and um, you know it comes to certain levels of awareness but you know there's there's so many there's so much talk around like being awake or that you've I've, I've woken up mm. but I almost feel like it's a continuous journey of like yeah. um, you know sometimes I'm above the line other times I'm below the line and then it's like things I used to really embody and then suddenly, okay, where's that gone? Mm. So this dance or how much can I really, um, you know, move through my old conditioning and, and keep leveling up my nervous system on a, on a consistent basis. I think is, is mm. the key. Yeah. that mm. the
0: consistency. Yeah. Cool. And, and it makes for an exciting journey as well, doesn't it? All that stuff. Um, absolutely. What was going to say, um, Just having a nice little quiet moment looking at the clouds. <laughs> um get a beautiful view from that window. Yeah. You? I've seen it a few times. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, what's the next question I've got for you? Was, oh paradigms, that's it. So hmm. so um yeah, so like why why can't people Why can't people be free? Why can't they be free? Are they they kind of do you feel they're kind of, you know, stuck within their kind of the the constraints of their mind. Do you think they're, you know, have been sort of conditioned? Not in I mean, conditioned not in a bad way, not in a good way, but just like, um, you know, why aren't why aren't people free? You know, why why aren't we just you know doing what we love, living our best life, living our full potential? Mm. Um, is it is it an old paradigm? Is it the way that the whole society's been set up? Um, like, what what is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I suppose one of the big keys is <laughs> how many people know that they're not their mind and they're not their thoughts. That's that's the first piece for me. You know the awareness that I'm not the ever ever turning cogs of my, my thoughts that are going through my head, these belief systems that are whirling around. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we're just picking up on transmissions from the world around us, from our environment, with are taking those things on. Yeah. And if we're interpreting them through our head as truth all the time and not being able to discern from what's, you know, a, a deeper a whisper mm-hmm. and from what is just mind chatter, then we're constantly just following, um, you know, our our internal dialogue and our belief systems. Mm -hmm. And our our beliefs are like our rules to life. So, you know, we have a certain set of belief systems, which really makes up our map of the world, the way we see the world, the way we see ourselves. The way we see um, success, the way we see women, the way we see men, Mm -hmm. the way we see intimacy, everything is built up on our belief systems. Yeah. I suppose until we can surpass the the mind and see the mind as a tool and see belief systems as like a, um, also a tool for us to be able to na- navigate and to map build with, mm-hmm. then we're working on somebody else's map of the world yeah. we've taken on, it's like putting on their head mm. and you're seeing life through their eyes, so I'm seeing life through the eyes of a you know, an early thirties um, Australian, you know, and you're seeing it through your, your cultures, yeah. you know, visor. Um, and both of them that are different, we have different belief systems yeah. pure to that, but those belief systems actually have nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. they nothing to do with me intrinsically. And when I realize that, then I don't play with the beliefs anymore. I can observe them and, um, yeah, and I can choose to discern of is this a belief that is opening me up to more? Or is it a belief that is closing me off and keeping me narrow or boxed in? Mm-hmm. So when, whenever we have those beliefs that are keeping us small or boxed in, then there's a space to be able to observe them as as being something that's not beneficial as a creator of having the ability to to really create the, the life that we want and the experiences
0: that we want. We want to yeah. have opening beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so create your own create your own beliefs, know for yourself. Um mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, yeah, I think think people, you know, just like it's kind of fear-based and they they kind of want security, I guess, and and, and comfort and, and, you know, having like friends who believe the same thing kind of thing. Um, And as you said before, you know, we do actually live in a fear-based society. Um, That's the way it's kind of set up and that's the way kind of people, you know, people just kind of react um react to things externally around them um rather than having this like inner sort of kingdom of knowing um, mm-hmm. so yeah i think yeah we're really just starting to move into hopefully uh, a new a new paradigm where mm-hmm. you know, we we can come a bit more independent of ourselves and of our thoughts and of our own body, our own kind of some sort of vessel, and um, yeah, yeah it's, it's quite an exciting time. It's quite an exciting time at the moment. Um, the, the big awakening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's definitely exciting. Uh, bridging, bridging the old with the new. I think that's that's what um that's what i'd say that's what kind of coaches like yourself i guess do and then help people um kind of come more into themselves kind of thing um so yeah it's so interesting just to see different people's you know perceptions um you know Mm -hmm. depending on where they're from their culture that kind of thing but there's um there's, there's there's faculties of the mind as well that I've kind of come to learn. So um, perception is one of them as well, isn't it? Perception, um, the way you view the world, reason, will, imagination. Um, and, yeah, the secret. What, what do you think of all this, like... Um, there's all this, like, manifestation stuff talking about the secret um this like when i'm when i when i'm online when i was previously running the the, the network marketing stuff it's just um i don't know it's just like kind of like i feel like kind of like kind of thinking swoop people away from being in the moment as well and being in a wee bit sort of wishful thinking um mindset rather than just being sort of present with themselves um Mm. so yeah. What's hmm, memories, mem- memory memories? Yeah. memory too. Memories are really strong. That's another um, another um, mm-hmm. thing to develop. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost like um, my experience of the mind is when I use it less, it becomes a lot more powerful. Mm. But. You know, for a long time in my experience, my mind was just rolling around continuously yeah. without a break mm-hmm. of the thought, no gap between thought. And um, all these different faculties that you speak of weren't available to me because I was the of the mind. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, once again, seeing it as a tool and something that we get to utilize, it's part of our equipment, then it's, it becomes very different. You know, We become the master and the mind is the servant. Mm-hmm. Rather than vice versa, and the serv- the the mind is a, a really amazing servant, but it's a terrible master. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I love that. So, that's yeah. awesome. yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you a question, there, but I just lost it. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true. Ah, uh, lost the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes such
1: such an interesting dance this this game of life and you had spoken earlier of uh you know i suppose you know changing a paradigm into a paradigm of you know of love mm. compared to the fear but almost almost in it like i always also see there's always going to be a balance between the love and the fear and almost one is needed to know the other yes uh, because if everything was love, well, if everything was love, we wouldn't know what love is yeah. and almost needing a world of duality mm. to understand that which we are is, is part of the requirement for self-realization. Love that. And yeah, even, even in this journey of, you know, people going through their own inner journey, and you know, I've spoken about some of my times of going through depression and anxiety and these things, mm. but really like landing consciousness in a body where we are exactly the same. We're all coming from, if, if you have that belief system, we're all coming from the same infinite source. So yeah. landing a consciousness in the body, we're, we're all the same until we're not, until we have an individualization process mm-hmm. where we go through some sort of trauma or some sort of event which causes a, a shift. But in in that shift, in that little bit of fear that comes in, in that locking down of the nervous system then begins a journey of Um, sometimes not so pleasurable things happen
0: Mm.
1: but yet an opportunity for almost coming away from the whole coming away from all that is so that we can come sooner or later come back Mm. in and then connect in again so almost like that individualization process is is almost like a part of the human experience Mm. and it's it's always almost going to always have to be there for humans to be able to learn who they are yeah because if, if everything was absolutely blank and clean um there wouldn't be a separation and thus there wouldn't be a realization of coming back mm. yeah i love that
0: yeah well i will say that's that's perfect some yeah, fear a balance of fear and love i think most people kind of want to push away fear don't they they want to push away fear and not really not really face it I think I think to be honest, my journey as well has be has been a bit like I have not actually really faced my, my fears. But I, I guess until you actually face them and meet them head on, that's that's really where the growth the growth is. That's really where the growth yeah, is. Absolutely. But not not people really uh, not many people really kinda want to go there. Um but that's kind of uh, that's the whole excitement, and that's the whole journey, isn't it? Absolutely, man. That's where, that's where all the juice is. Yeah, exactly. That's where all the juices, <laughs> is. Life force. Yeah. Okay. And, and learning, learning as well. Man.
1: Learning about being able to feel our body and not being afraid of emotions is is so mm. powerful. Yeah. Going on that journey. I think, you know, we've been brought up in a world as well that's run away from its emotions and we've been taught that they're dangerous in some way, yeah. but um, the most dangerous thing is to run away from emotions and to let them build up and to bottle them down because... they end up getting expressed in other ways anyway so to be able to move and to dance with them and to see that emotions are really just messengers that are pointing us back to deeper parts of ourselves that need some more love that you know and and in giving those parts more love that's really this this journey of growth of being able to work through you know like the sacred wound that we've been given being able to work through that to evolve into our unique expression of what we get to bring through into into the world yeah so almost in that embracing of the of the emotion
0: is that's where the magic is yeah 100 and again i, I had mm. something really great great to see and then i just <laughs> 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 yeah that's 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 awesome that's so great um that's not coming up <laughs> oh, sure, it's not coming up um could it be done yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right okay I'm gonna finish this I know you've got to go soon so I'm gonna finish this um this uh, podcast with three quick fire questions just to complete it mm. um so what's your what's your favorite book of all time it could be a story book it could be you know personal development book what's gonna change your life the most like the book mm. <laughs> mm it can't tell you the power of Yes. That. Yeah. Or or the or the other the one would be Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week. Okay. I'm not sure that one. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, all right. Favorite place to go to in the world as in like not inside but outside. Mm, mm, mm. Um, my head goes straight to
1: overseas at the moment because of COVID. Um <laughs> Norway. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, Norway. Mm. Just raw nature. Yeah, totally. Okay, and then what? What scares you the most? What's uh, what brings you the most kind of fear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not
1: not living my fullest potential. Yeah, like Ooh. yeah, not not utilizing the time and the energy that I have to bring through that one, that which wants to come through me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah my biggest <laughs> fear or that's where most of my tension is created from like right how much more can I lean in here
0: mm. what's being called of me yeah so you want to you want to get to the end of your your life you're taking your last breath and be like I've I've lived a full life um awesome. this is a, this has been an awesome adventure I'm excited to die and go to the next one <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> oh, that's so great and then what's one more one more question what's your um what's your spirit animal you, hmm. you got one I haven't,
1: yeah i haven't really delved into yeah. so much i've had different symbology come up during meditation and, hmm. and during different journeys that i've been on of like a tiger by my left knee and a eagle on my right shoulder yeah. um, but I suppose like with everything I just um, I see that everything is symbolic and